Spooky, Scary, Skeptical contains explicit content and topics that some listeners may find distressing. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everyone! I'm Emily. I'm Libby. And I'm Ken. And this is... Spooky. Scary. Skeptical. Don't you feel like your best self when you get out of the shower? You feel cleaner. Yeah, I just feel like a better and newer person when I hop out of the shower. That's my point. I'm not crabby. I'm in a great mood. Hmm. I just, I just. You've never am. been crabby after getting out of the shower. I usually feel better than when I went in. How's that? Okay. I always feel like a better version of myself when I walk out of the shower. Hmm. I think I just steam all my anxieties down the drain, my drama, piss it out, and I'm just kidding. Do you pee in the shower? I do not get people who pee in the shower. Absolutely not. No, it's no. disgusting. There's a place for that, and it rhymes with schmoilati. <laughs> oh, schmoilati. <laughs> it's right next door. Like, typically, if you're in a shower, yeah. I am not a shower Well, peer. luckily, you know, depending on how the bathroom is situated, mm. us men can shower. Oh, for fuck's sake. And pee into the toilet. No. From, from a distance. No. And when you do mm. that, that's why you have to clean the toilets. <laughs> And the floors. And the floors. And the walls. Walls. And the ceiling sometimes. I'm telling you, if you have a guy who's not making it in the toilet, all you gotta do is be like, okay, from now on you clean it. Suddenly, they aim just fine. That's the way it is. Which is another debate we needed to bring up, Emily. Ken doesn't doesn't know about this, but we need opinions. Shoes versus socks. When you put on your shoes and socks, there's only one right answer. Socks (laughs) first. Actually, it's good to clear that up because there could be some crazy people out there. <laughs> Actually, I'd be impressed. If someone has found a way to put their shoes on first and then their socks, let me know. I'm curious to see how that works out. I have a new goal in life. Um, <laughs> no, I'm asking, do you do sock, sock, shoe, shoe or sock, shoe, sock, shoe? What? When you... Put- no, no, I understand. Who the hell yeah, there's does a sock topic. shoe sock go. shoe? Okay. That's what I'm saying, too. But I guess all, there's like a debate their, out there about who it. Who keeps their socks and their shoes in the same spot? Yeah, you'd have to, like, walk to your you shoes You have to get your, your socks, socks and walk over to your shoes yeah. unless you live it's in a barn and everything's just thrown around all in one spot. <laughs> I'm not even an organized person, but I at least have my life together enough to have socks in my bedroom, <laughs> shoes closer to... The door where I leave. Right. This is another interesting argument. Do you do socks pants or pants socks? Does that ever matter to you? I'd say typically socks first, but I've definitely. Interesting. So I'd like to circle back. Can I think I'm leaving with the you... serial killer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Actually, let me say I'm going to come to his defense. My, I think it's a guy thing, right? Like, because like when they get ready for work. I don't know, my dad always put his socks on like if he was wearing suits. Because he always wore suits every day to work. Maybe it's because there's a belt involved. You, oh. You I was thinking because they're like you. dress pants. You don't want to like ruin the dress pant. Not that you... you we're coming back to you, Ken, because you don't wear suits mm-hmm. to work. But I will say that... I my, did, once. <laughs> once. One day. Oh. <laughs> one day a year, most probably. But no, like my dad like wore suits to work growing up when I was like little... So I could see, like, maybe not wanting the dress pants and, like, getting everything crunched over, right, and wrinkled. I, I could see that. I could see that. Specific scenario. But, sorry, come again, Ken? Mr. Jeans? Well, it's easier to, right? Because then your foot just mm. kind of slides through with the sock. You wear, it's nice and... you wear work socks. 
Yeah. That's why. We wear ankle socks. Okay. My... Right, because then you have to roll up the leg in order to pull the socks up if you have the, the pants on first. Okay. I guess mm. I see that. I don't know. Well, I've done I both, for sure. I'm a barefoot girly, so I prefer... I hate barefoot. I'll wear my I shoes everywhere. I love barefoot. I'll wear my I know shoes you do. everywhere. I make you take your shoes off all the time in the house. I'm like, take them off! <laughs> we lived in very, very different homes growing up. But I love bare feet. Bare feet is where it's at. I know. Which means, like, right now I'm barefoot, but I will put socks on before I leave I the house. I have fuzzy socks. You have fuzzy socks on? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I got Ken some fuzzy socks for Christmas, and he likes them. <gasps> Wait, what? did those come in your advent calendar? They may have, I or they, they were either the advent I- or stocking, I think, probably. But. I think it was advent. I think Emily, because Emily and I put together an advent calendar for Ken, and then... Emily, you got the cheese advent calendar, and I got a crystal advent calendar. It was so much fun. I'm really excited. I think this year we all go in on advent calendars for each other. So me and Ken will get you an advent calendar. You and me can get Ken an advent calendar. You guys can get me one. I love it. I'm so excited. Sounds good. Oh, so fun. But yeah, so there was a socks versus shoes debate out there. And I'm like, I do not understand people who do sock, shoe, sock, shoe. But we decided we needed to discuss with you. No, sock, um, sock, shoe, I'm not willing to negotiate. I agree. Um, and I also... Ken's going to be over thinking it. about it for, like, days. So yeah. you're tying one of your shoes and you have a bare foot? No. No. Yeah, you have a bare foot next to your shoe. I, I can't even I can't even picture it. I don't get it. Because then you're all lopsided. What if all of a sudden, like, a fire breaks out and you have one foot? I, I think, to be fair in that scenario, your, your least problem is the <laughs> imbalance of... No, actually, that would... I'd be like, just kill me, fire. This is enough. <laughs> I fucking hate this. I will say the only scenario I could consider, which I still disagree with, is if you're like a nurse taking care of someone and you're dressing them and you're doing one leg at a time. But like, even when I was a CNA, like I did one task, like I put socks on or like and then ten coats on, and then, then you I did, did yeah. shoes. Yeah. That way, if a fire broke out, they're they're, they're not going to just keep going in a circle. <laughs> exactly how i move on most days so much like nemo with a little fin there you go (laughs) emily and i also got into a debate ken and you cannot call switzerland on this debate you must answer yeah what's the debate who would win in a fight between me and emily (laughs) like a physical altercation physical altercation yeah (laughs) next question please (laughs) what no i want to know okay well what's the terrain Okay, we just go out in the What front. weaponry is around? No weapons, just each other. Back alley, dumpster, No. Midnight. Oh my god, no. We're going out in the yard right now, like out in the grass. Oh, we're on soft we grass? Have no- yeah. Oh yeah, you're done for. <laughs> I'm gonna hold my comments until Ken's ready. We are literally, it's just the two of us, no weapons. I, I think in a scrum. If, What's a scrum? Like, yeah. tight, tight quarters. Oh. Like, if Emily can keep you close... I think she's got you, but if you can keep her at a distance, I think you have a better shot of chipping away at her. I'm going to tell you right now that in no fucking circumstance in our lives will Emily ever beat me at a fight. And let me tell you why. I think that cockiness is going to be your downfall. Number one, she's the one being cocky too. Number one, she and I will never fight like that. But number two, we would never. But (laughs) my eyes on you. Number two. Emily is the most ticklish human being on earth. I literally told her the other day, I was like, okay, just grab, get ready. Well, there's rules. Ticklish, if you're in the middle of a fight, you have completely different chemicals running through your body. It's not going to be as effective. If your strategy is to tickle, you're going to get your shit lit up. 
<laughs> I would do enough things, I think, that I'm, 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 I'm wiggly. I'm, I'm slimy. I get away, you know? What am I? No, I, I, I can be agile if the I moment didn't, calls I'm for. saying, like, you were like, I could pin you so well. And I was like, the other day, yeah, I just, like, you literally, like, held my hands. And I was like, just as hard as you can, like, you know, hold me down. And she's like, okay, I'm ready. And I just immediately break it. And I was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> Uh, it was not immediately. Really? I had a bad angle. Oh, oh. It was at the end of the day. I said, is this, are you sure this is the exact the end, position you want? End of the day when I'm at my weakest. We have to do it at like 9.30. <laughs> and I really like. Okay, you know what? Yes, time of day might matter. She might be, be in a fight if it's first thing in the morning. Because I'm like, no, actually, I think that might be my scrappiest moment. I take it back. <laughs> I was gonna say I might Your scrappiest. You moment. might beat me because I'm not awake and I suck. I hate mornings. But then I was like, no, I'm probably in my fucking bitchiest mood when I first wake up. So I'm like, <laughs> can confirm. Yeah, fuck, I'm, I'm awake. awake. <laughs> Emily woke me up one day and she came. Well, she heard my alarm going off and she's like, hey, buddy, did you like want me to wake you up? Are you up? And I was like, fuck, I'm awake. <laughs> I did not take it personally. And then she just, like, walks out. She's like, okay, and, like, walks out. <laughs> but, yes, I am not a pleasant human in the morning. But it, you, I love that you don't take it personally. You know I love you with all of my heart and soul. Right. I literally just am a total bitch in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we can end this by saying we both have strategies. We both have strengths. And we're not sure how it would end. But I would win. But we're not sure how it would end. Ken, you have to choose one right now. I won't get offended. Next question. Nope, you can't be Switzerland. <laughs> you tell me. Don't make Ken pick. Seriously. We yeah, I, I think it depends the cause of the fight, too. Oh. I would never fight you, though. I would never like, either. Genuinely. Like, I no. would never. Right? Like, like, I don't think Emmy would be good at defending herself. But if she's the aggressor, I would be, I'd be worried. Interesting. So, Emily on the offense. Uh, yes. Because she's going to be motivated by something strong enough to get her on the offensive. That's true. like that. If I could bring a golf club. Jesus! <laughs> but I would never. We are not golfing with her anymore. <laughs> you no. bring your golf club. She'll bring a gun. We'll see, we'll see how it works out. Yeah. Oh, God. Me and all my guns. Um, I think we should reassure our listeners. We, we genuinely... We don't own a gun. each other. None what? of us. That's not where I was going. Oh, okay. I'm reassuring, too. I know nothing about guns, as yeah. a matter of fact. So. No, like, we, we're friends. It's good. We won't fight. Right. For now. <laughs> no, we would never fight. I, we were just discussing it. I don't remember why it came up, but we were discussing it, and I was like, who would win in a fight? Yeah, I don't know why we got on the topic. Oh, well, weird. Hey, Lobby. We also need to apologize to our listeners, by the way, for last week's episode. It sounded like we were stomping on tables and jumping around. I don't, I can't speak to what happened. It's just the way it is. I just smacked my arm. Can't own. you? Can't you speak <laughs> to it? All right, that? maybe I can speak to it. If, if there is ever a loud noise, we can count on it being a me problem. Well, it's me. Hi. Always, sometimes I'm the I'm problem. It's me. Digit. You never make noise. It's, it's okay. usually me. So I think I was moving the laptop around to show them pictures at one point. And was it me last week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was. Okay, good. Yep, then it was definitely me. And I just continued talking through my movement. So very sorry for the noisy episode. But hopefully you all forgive us. Uh, Depending on how technologically savvy you're feeling, you can send your photos 
via group me group me i know we have a group and I, I you always do it and i'm always like at the beginning of my episodes you guys gotta remind me because i love when you do that it's so i don't know why i ever start like i don't ever remember being like oh then i like deciding to do it i just kind of did it yeah well you're just a genius i guess you want to fight about it <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it <laughs> Yes, and then, sorry, we have so many things I want to talk about today. I'm very, I just got out of the shower, so I'm my best self, best version of myself. I'm, my hair is wet, so I just feel like I have a lot going on up here. The Roman Empire has been a new trend on TikTok where got, girls ask their guys about the Roman Empire. I would love to flaunt on, publicly out in the world that Ken gave the green flag answer, which was... I don't think about the fucking Roman Empire. What are you talking about? And I was like, thank you. Who who spends time thinking about the Roman Empire? I don't know. Why? I think I think guys are trolling people on TikTok. Yeah. But yeah, and then the worst is like when they say someone else has already asked me that and it's like, ooh, ooh. Another girl in your life. The other girlfriend. The other girlfriend's asking. That's just the green flag answer. So congratulations, Ken. What's the red flag answer? Anything besides yeah, that? Yeah, and pretty much like yeah, probably like not too often, like twice a week. I've seen yeah, people say twice a week, oh daily, probably no, like every day. Don't. No, you Who, don't. No one thinks what? about Why the Roman Empire every day. What about it? But exactly. I don't know. I'm now, perplexed. if you're like philosophical, maybe you're like, oh, this Greek philosopher. But well, that, Rome, that's Greek, yeah. right? But Rome. Well, well, Caesar. Every time I need to eat a Caesar salad. No, even when I eat a Caesar salad, I'm usually focused on the nah, salad making be, it. In oh, my okay. Mouth. Well, I do Caesar salads, and I do like Caesar salads. You love Caesar salads. I do think of yeah Caesar. I guess in March, maybe the yeah, Ides of March. That's going too far with it. I do about it on March fifteenth. That's it. <laughs> that's it. I don't even know what happens on March fifteenth. The Ides of the stab stab. Oh, is that what stab stab stab. <laughs> One more stab, and it's a federal offense. I didn't At realize that's brute. when it happened. I didn't realize that's when it happened. You didn't have to read it in school? The Ides of March. I, probably, but I didn't keep that in my brain. Hmm. That felt unimportant. Interesting. And then there's the debate about what woman's Roman Empire is. So, like, the woman's version of a Roman Empire. And there's some debate about, like, so some girls are like, this is the Roman Empire. And it's when Darcy does that after touching... Oh. Elizabeth's hands. Oh my uh, some girls are like the Salem. Hand this, flex. Yes, the hand flex. Salem witch trials are one. Mm-hmm. Um, my red flag. Some of them are not walking at home. Is Taylor Swift? How often do you think about Taylor Swift? Every fucking minute of every day. Huge red flag. Too bad. Massive <laughs> red flag. <laughs> and then some of them are like the girls' version of the Roman Empire is knowing that you can't walk safely alone at night. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Jonah, uh, Joan of Arc. I don't really think about her. Okay. There you go. Nope. That would be like a Roman Empire corollary, I think. Yeah. Something similar. I did do a whole... I listened to a whole podcast about Joan of Arc, actually. It was very interesting, but... Mm. I don't know. Yeah. And, and M, you wanted to mention... You were listening to something, and you said, Libby, please write down these keywords for me to remember. Do you... Okay. Is this the one that was locked up in the vault? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in the vault one. It's in the vault. Okay, I have another topic for you. Yeah, yeah so I we can do that. this. I just, I don't know how deep we'll go into it, but... Oh. Let me just refresh <laughs> the vault. <laughs> Emily literally said, you don't, have, you you don't, don't need to write, write it, it down. down. It's like, I'm a locked vault. <laughs> she's like, I was like, are you sure? And she's like, well, we better write down a couple keywords. Well, I had to some, look up the keywords. Sometimes the vault is locked up so tightly that you, you forgot the password, <laughs> right? 
That, that's a recurring theme. <laughs> so I was listening to another podcast and they brought this up. And I'm I, sorry. You weren't listening to us? <laughs> I. You have another podcast you listen to? I know. I'm, I'm that type of person. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so they were talking about specifically, should I name the podcast or no? It's up to you. You can if you want. Okay. Well, well are you going to shit on them? No, I think they're great. <laughs> okay. I think they're great. And we could even What were you listening to? Necronomapod. Oh my God. I love Necronomapod. Excellent podcast. They're Go very check funny. it out. But also listen they to They kind of too. have the same vibe as um, last podcast on the left. Yeah. I like them better, though. What? Yeah. What? 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 <laughs> because their humor is subtle. And I like it when people just like slip in humor. And it's, they are like, not subtle at all. Are you kidding me? They're, they're they're so filthy. They're more subtle than last podcast. So but I will say Necronomapod, the guy who has who tells the stories, has a great podcast voice. Yes, he but, does. I mean, so does last podcast. I really can't say anything. Mm-hmm. I love both groups, but the uh, yeah, the Necronomapod guy has a really deep yeah. Like okay, so then we went into this, and I was like, I oh. like his laugh too. Oh yeah, it's a good laugh. I like yeah. It's great. Anyway, so you were listening to Necronomapod. So they were talking about shadow people. And we don't have to launch into what that is. I, I don't know. Well, I don't know that it's necessarily important for this. But they were talking about kind of like, well, I guess we could. So basically shadow people, it's like if you see someone out of the corner of your eye. Or it could be like a sleep paralysis situation where you sleep see like a... Sleep paralysis <laughs> demons. There you go. <laughs> is that a Libby original? Or did you get that somewhere? Okay, I couldn't remember if you thought so. Yeah, Sometimes my brain just be saying the things. (laughs) So, shadow people, sleep paralysis, you sometimes see figures. So, there's been some... Ooh, I don't like this. Testing, I know. Some testing done where they stimulate certain areas of the brain... This is where the sciencey part comes in, and this is why I wonder if this would we be. We should a do a whole episode on this too. I know. I, I I want to. I think it could be like two different things. Like I think you kind of focus <gasps> buddy on episode between you two. Buddy episode. Love. So they stimulate it, and people will like more so sense a being there. Like if they stimulate yeah. a certain part of the brain, which makes you wonder: what if we are only using so much of our brain, and if we used more of our brain? We would see other dimensions. That would be really cool. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really, really cool. I know. Like different you know, planes, like different different dimensions. Well, and part of it too is like our animalistic senses. So like we are animals. Yeah. And we have the ability to sense when someone's watching us. Right. I think too, our society keeps us from that. So I think that also limits our brain stimulation. Like think about all the shit that's always going on around us. Like we constantly have like computers and laptops and iPads and phones and the weather dinging and you know like on your phone and you're getting a text message and oh my god and it's a loud world we have cars driving by we have you know so it's like you almost aren't fully aware of all those brain stimulations that you may have yeah absolutely sense. that's strange I like that concept though yes sorry what, what sure if the forces thing. are there that stimulate the brain to feel or see things that aren't actually there no exactly like i think it could be either i think it could be like 100 percent. it's a it's an illusion or it's another dimension but why why do our brains have that ability like what's the purpose of that maybe we would be overstimulated if we saw everything mm-hmm. so it's like a protection for ourselves hmm. i don't know that sounds like a really interesting podcast and we've now put it on a public podcast so you guys have to do a buddy episode for it all right 
I'll propose the multi-dimensional side. You can you can try and debunk it. Maybe <laughs> keep us real and honest. So All right. yeah, yeah. Well, but I there thought might that was be some uh, allusion to that with our episode. Well, our patrons can already listen to it, but the episode that comes out on Friday. Yes, very true. Talks yes. about brain stimulation. Yeah, if you're a patron, you've already heard about this. So if you haven't, wow, well, join our Patreon. On Friday? Seem skeptical the one we just recorded. Listen, I've slept since ball then lightning and worked right ball but lightning. I'm gonna get that. <laughs> I remember it. Sorry, it was a great episode. Can't wait for that to drop. That was fun. It's <laughs> out there already on oh, Patreon. For, just for not our for the public yet. Got it. Because the public doesn't get it a week early like patrons. Hey, not Patreon. <laughs> Seriously, yes, you should. It's for uh, this I'm, is Libby's favorite bit. It is not my favorite bit. <laughs> Brought to you by. Us again. Yep. Are we going in order? <laughs> yes. yes. I mean, not that your old stuff wasn't good too, but there's just my old stuff. Good. This is just shit I say in my life, like that you decided by to write down. By old stuff, you mean the stuff that inspired the creation of the list in the first place. It has to be. No, good. that's true. That's true. There are some good ones coming. I mean, they're all good, but there are some on here that I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so today's Libbyism mm. is, I love the girl. But she's not the brightest. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so last week, I've been talking shit to pe- about people, evidently, because last week it was the one that was like, well, I'd say God bless her, but, her, but she's the fucking, fucking worst. Yeah, <laughs> and now we've got this. <laughs> she's not the brightest. Love the girl, but she's not the brightest. There's some good ones. There's some good ones coming up. Yikes. Keep tuning in. Yikes. The great list. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to look away. <laughs> I'm appalled by myself sometimes. No, it's and it's funny because it's like usually out of the blue. Like, yeah, it's just like we'll just, conversation. Yeah, and then you just pick up your phone and, and I'm start like, writing it down. Who says this? <laughs> how how long is the list? Mm, I've used seventy five percent of this note. I have no idea what that I means. I don't either. So here's holy shit. There's a ton. <laughs> you say some goofy shit, man. So you've been maintaining this the entire time? Actually, for a while I'd forgotten about it, and then we recently picked it back up. Oh, okay. yeah. A lot of our friendship has been in this list. Yeah. It's very amusing. You're kind of a goofball. I, I have a goofball. somewhat similar list with my mom, but we'd get canceled instantaneously. Oh! <laughs> um, okay, off air, I want to hear this list. Okay, yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> that was an August date, so nice try. What you don't know is Ken just uh, shared some... Fun, fun pretty much isms. would get us canceled. The bank one, I guess, isn't too bad, but that's yeah, yeah. Fun isms. So we love you, Ken's mom. Love you, mom. <laughs> that's okay. We all have things. isms. Emily's got some isms on my phone too. I have, what? yeah, just not very many. You're very normal. <laughs> what do I even say? Boring. Let's see here. Sorry. Oh, you always <laughs> don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> I'd be like, that. hey, I'm making chili today. You want to come over? Don't tempt me with a good time. You always <laughs> say, howdy ho, neighbor. <laughs> we are not neighbors. Okay, Ned. <laughs> yeah, or she'd be <laughs> okay, I'm just going to read all yours because I don't have very many. Oh. But you'd be like, I'm going to do blank like it's nobody's business. So you'd be like, oh. I'm going to walk to the mailbox like it's nobody's business. <laughs> what? <laughs> I only said that like once, I think. Oh my God. It once is enough. I guess if we die, we don't have to go to the gym. That I believe. I'm sure. Look at this front row parking spot at the gym. 
Well, you don't want to boil your hoo-ha. <laughs> no fucking clue what that's in reference to, but you said it. I might have a feeling I know what that one is in reference to. Actually. Every time that we it rains, yeah. Every time there's rains in the rain in the forecast, we're about to get clobbered. 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 Who yeah. is this Midwestern Minnesotan woman that you're referencing? This is not you. No. Yeah. You also have, oh my. You say that a lot too. <laughs> oh my. When you asked me once, you're like, how do you say your name in Chinese? What about in Japanese? <laughs> I feel like that's a fair question. I didn't know it was going to sound the same. It's my name! <laughs> but like, well, your yeah. name's your name. My name is my name. <laughs> okay. And then, oh, anytime I scare you, oh my God, he jumped a foot! Yeah. I also have a lot of stories saved on here. So they're like, Emily melts her phone with the wrong cord. Oh. Emily doesn't. Oh, I forgot about that. Emily doesn't know about the clock app. Oh. Emily buys fifteen <laughs> to twenty inch fig tree. Emily makes. Oh. <laughs> Emily makes five Gmail accounts because she can't remember her password. At Potbellies earlier today. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, today you were ordering Potbellies and you literally like. I have three accounts with them. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and I had to. I had to ask them for my password for one of them. So. Hysterical. And I don't have a list for you. You don't say weird shit. You have funny Congratulations. Things. Maybe beginning oh. today we like hone in. Oh, no, he's funny. Should... I'm saying oh, yeah. not it's weird funny. enough that it's like, I'm going to hold this against you for a little while. I have other things on cool that list, too, that cannot be said aloud. And I want you to know that. And are you ready to tell us your story? I am. I am. I don't even know what the topic is today because I'm not sure that the topic you gave me to write down is even real. <laughs> I, I think you it. just told me something and i was like okay ken's very protective of his topic all right our story today is simo how ha huh simo how ha i don't know what that I, means that happy. it's a name oh okay simo how ha i don't know who that is okay or what that is i love perfect it. so you should learn a lot then hopefully yeah I'm fingers crossed yeah simo spell it for me simo s-i-m-o simo uh-huh. and then how ha H A with the two little dots. Y H A with the two little dots. Okay, perfect. Simo was born on December seventeenth, nineteen o five, in Route Jarvi, contained in the Viipuri province of the Grand Duchy of Finland, which of course was a part of the nothing. Soviet nothing? Union. Russian Empire at Russian the time. Empire. Okay. Sorry, I wasn't sure where we were going with that. Right. Oh, no, no, no. I listened to our Finland episode, just like all of our listeners. That's right. That completely, it's just a coincidence, but that episode has a lot of references to things we're going to talk about here. That is bizarre. Is it, it is. a coincidence or is it a synchronicity? It's a coincidence. <laughs> okay. Neener, 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 neener. <laughs> Another reference to a past episode. In case you're unaware of my standing on synchronicities. On truth. (laughs) There's a whole episode on that, too. All right. Simo was raised in a family of Lutheran farmers with seven siblings. At the age of 17, Simo joined the Finnish Voluntary Militia Civil Guard, also known as the White Guard, or Swoyelis Kunta, which, as we know opposed the Socialist Red Guards during the Finnish Civil War of 1918. Ah, so he was part of the class that was high. That was The farmers, yep. Oh, the poor class. Or no, the rich class. 
I don't remember economic status. Well, if status. it was red, it would have been society, social. So it was the social. People. It was the social city folk versus yes, the more wealthy farmers. Okay, gotcha. Right, it's very Republican, Republican Democrat. Democrat. So he was American a Republican. Politics. Yes, Got it. sure. In today's kind of similarities, Sima was a very skilled marksman, reportedly winning a load of trophies from shooting competitions throughout the Vipuri province. Despite the success, Sima was shy and also humble, usually trying to slink away to the back of any group encounters or photos. So he's very much no interest in the limelight. So he's like he's an introvert like you. Did you identify with this man? No, we'll get into it. Okay. He's way cooler than I am. <gasps> you are ever so hope cool. To be. Ken. Ken, you, I'm not kidding. You, you are, are the smartest so cool. person I know. Literally. Hey, don't take that personally. I don't. <laughs> Bitch, I know who the smartest person in the room is. It's not me. You really are. I don't know about that. That's why I spend a lot of time alone in the room with my with our producer Maisie. What do you mean? Then I become the smartest person in the room. Oh, oh, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty brutal. That's fine. (laughs) Okay. She pays me for my talent. What? You could just sit with me. No, that's not true. There's not a lot. I always say I I tell people. So Ken is very clever, very smart. We're going on a tangent during your story, so I can. But I always tell people you're very wise. You're very good at giving advice. Very good at sage. And you're wise. You know all of these things that most people our age do not know. I'm very Mm -hmm. impressed by you every day. That's very kind of you. You've lived a very interesting life path, so our listeners should know that. Very nice of you. You're very clever. Bitch, I'm dumb, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm not the smartest very. person in the room. I didn't say you were. You're very We're clever. all the smartest people in the room. Yeah. Thanks, Ken. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Ken. Ken. Emily and I share a meaningful look. Yeah, okay. I lied. We we actually all come in second place to producer Maisie. Oh, right. I just called her super dumb. She's going to fire me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then who's going to look dumb? I'll get her some. I'll get, get her a little something to eat and she'll... She'll remember. You She'll know, forget. the three of us are working our tails off and she's sleeping. So actually, yeah. Isn't right. that the sign of intelligence? That, I think that, <laughs> that's if you can it. sleep and yeah. still be productive. Yes. <laughs> that's a skill. <laughs> the Constitution of Finland requires a national military service for all adult males. Ew. And like that. You're not a fan? No. Okay. I am an anti drafter. From the sixties, I would have been the perfect little love child, free love movement. I would have been in Finland. Named myself Flower Moonstar. In Finland, apparently, it's a uh, sense of coming of age. It's a respected so as a coming of age, and past efforts to sign petitions and whatnot to why, overturn. Why don't women do failed. it too? Uh, they can volunteer, but why aren't women required to do it too? Yeah, it's a little bit sexist in that regard. And that's one of the talking points that they try to use to repeal it, but culturally significant. Might be culturally significant, but all people can be drafted. You can too. What's the Uncle Sam picture? Uncle Sam. We want you. We want you. (laughs) Okay. I would have been a love child. I don't know if they have an Uncle Sam equivalent or not. It's just required. So it's either you serve or you go to jail. Wow. Jail sounds pretty nice. Three meals a day. You get. As, if I gotta just sit in silence and read books, all right. No chores. All right. Outside. Well, the required service. I mean, they got 
expenditures they got rent utilities paid for they got i listen i know i hear you i just also disagree with drafts i think it should be a choice okay as i mentioned in the past i am a free love child of the 60s i think i would have named i was thinking about it i think i would have named myself like scorpio moon star moon child you know i don't think i'd be one of the girls who got kidnapped in the 70s either like you know who would have hopped into like someone like a ted bundy girl like i don't think i would have been i think i'm a little no, that Emily. Emily would have hundred percent. Well, he was nice. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been. I would have been like a and love the bar child for girl, being but... nice is very very low. Yes, <laughs> yes. You would, have been hitch- you, you would have been like my, my face. God, a- what a nice guy. <laughs> You'd be like a free ride from Ted. Oh my God, he's so cute. Murdered. He would be wooed and wowed by your cute little dimples. I don't know about that. Honestly, serial killers might not be attracted. Because of how easy it would be. Yeah, it's no, be like challenge, no challenge, challenge at all. No yeah. challenge. No challenge. Defense. It's like a 4D, it's a 4D defense me- mechanism. mechanism you have going on there. Yeah. Hey. I saw a, a meme about Ted Bundy, and this guy was like, yeah, my dad worked with Ted Bundy, Bundy and every Friday he'd say, see ya Monday, Bundy. And he's like, I can't imagine how many times Ted Bundy wanted to fucking kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, LOL. In 1925, Simo began his 15-month compulsory service, serving in Bicycle Battalions 1 and 2. Whoa, whoa. What's a bicycle battalion? I don't know. It's the name of the battalion. Do they ride around on bicycles? I I'm picturing tandem bikes. Know. I'm picturing, like, tandem bikes after each other. There's, like, 15 guys. I'm picturing a... We are the Bicycle Battalion! Ha! 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 Now they go, ching, 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 their little bell. <laughs> <laughs> or... <laughs> with the, with the, with the horn. horn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he's National a- Defense. They, they <laughs> we'll give you. Uh, Nothing's more intimidating than a ring ring. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you tire marks on your face. <laughs> it reminds me of in 21 Jump Street when he falls off the bicycle and he's like, Are you okay? He's like, Come fucked up my elbow a little bit. He would continue on to attend non-commissioned officer school, but never received formal sniper training until a year before the Winter War would begin in 1938. So for those of us who have listened to the Finland episode, we know all about the Winter War. Yes. So what is the Winter War? Wasn't it to get freedom from Russia? Or not freedom, but they were like, Russia had taken over. Nope, it was the Red and Whites fighting, right? That's the the Civil War. Red and Whites fighting. Red and Whites fighting. So then the the Winter War was the one where... Russia came in and declared war because they because were trying to, to get, get like a certain territory. territory. They wanted additional land to buffer and protect Leningrad. Okay. Yeah, I do remember this. Yes. Okay. So that's that conflict. That's the conflict where Finland performed very well because they were not expected to do very well. They were far inferior. Homeland advantage. Homefield right. advantage. And they actually put up quite a fight. They did end up losing the conflict but it would then be the motivation for hitler and germany to say hey we have a chance if we invade russia and it was kind of another domino for a right World because War II. then they kind of sided with the nazis so or Correct. they let the nazis occupy them or whatever right yes i recall okay so during the winter war simo served as a sniper for the finnish army fighting in the battle of kola in temperatures between negative 40 and negative 4 degrees Fahrenheit. No, thank you. No, thank you. Which is negative 40 to negative 20 degrees Celsius for the rest of the world. 
That's crazy. Pass. Freezing. Pass. <laughs> how would your fingers even pull the trigger? Mine would be frozen, you know? Oh, my like, God. how do you function? Dude, when we... I've gone to, like, football games in really cold weather, and my whole body tenses up. Like, my shoulders get tight. My, like, everything. I can't even stretch my back out straight because I'm just, like, so hunched. And I'm so, like, tight in, like, my whole body. And then even when getting back in the warmth, it's so, it's, like, unraveling. Like, it's like a turtle coming out of its shell. <laughs> and you weren't even killing anyone. No! I wasn't even having to do anything. I was standing while well, I was cheering. Yeah. <laughs> and I could make noise. There you go. This guy's hiding and sniping. <laughs> While Simo was decked out in white camouflage... I love that. Soviet troops were left to their own devices, as they were not issued any camouflage uniforms for most of the war. Can you imagine that? No, that's so stupid. They're, like, wearing black, and they're like, hmm, I wonder where they're at. <laughs> I can't help but think of the uh, Family Guy clip, where Peter Griffin is with a bunch of army guys. They're obviously all laying down and camouflage in the woods. <laughs> And he's dressed up in a clown outfit. <laughs> and he looks over to them. He, he goes, you guys are idiots. They're going to be looking for our guys. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking tracks. <laughs> That's really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, that is stupid. So this imbalance between the camouflage situations surely contributed to Simo's massive success as a sniper throughout the conflict. In less than 100 days, Simo is credited with a total of 542 kills by military chaplain Antti Rantama. What? Including 259 confirmed kills with a rifle and the remaining by the submachine gun Simo would carry as a group leader when fighting in a unit. Wait, so is he, like, the best sniper in history or something? He is considered one of the most deadliest snipers in history, yes. Wow. Oh, my God. I mean, his targets were wearing all. I have no idea what they were wearing, they but were it wasn't wearing white. They were rainbow suits. <laughs> <laughs> but that's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you come across this story? Is it too soon to ask? Reddit. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And when I was doing research for the Finland episode, Mm -hmm. I I think I remember seeing a reference Mm -hmm. to the deadliest sniper in history being involved, but didn't really dive into it more than that. Interesting. All of Ken's episodes are now just like a spinoff of Finland. (laughs) Way more about Finland than I thought. (laughs) It's not even real, too, which is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's easy to be the deadliest in history if you're made up. Yeah, that's true. true. That's so true. So true. So true. Simo's most productive day was December 21st, 1939, when he achieved 25 confirmed kills. Oh my god. Wait, how do they... This is probably a really stupid question. How do they know that he did it, like, and not another sniper? So, allegedly, if multiple snipers fired at the same same target, they they wouldn't count it. Hmm. So this is, like, a lower bound. But, like, how do they... Like, what if he was just like, yeah, I killed 25, wink. Like... Well, there, there could be some of that. But usually it's, he's like, oh, I shot him, and it has to be confirmed by someone else. So they have the okay. peers with them. I was picturing, like, a... Like a colored bullet. Color, yes, exactly! Yeah, like yeah, a colored bullet picturing. situation, yeah. Is that from something, that someone does that? I don't... Where they're like, I tipped... Is it, like, from 300 or something, where they... He's like, oh, oh there's used- definitely a reference to something, where he's yeah. like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I used a, a red tip so that I can... 
tell when it hits or something. So I know which ones are mine, yeah. Yeah. There is a reference somewhere. Yeah, interesting. I don't know what it is. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, so there is some theories that a lot of the numbers are inflated mm. or potentially inflated or exaggerated. I think it's pretty clear he was very successful, and we'll get into why. And it's really not hard to believe, especially he's wearing white, shooting at a whole bunch of folks who are walking yeah. around, like, highlighted. Right, mm-hmm. literally. Um, who are kind of set up for failure. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll get more into the process That's a little so bit. That's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like, was he proud of his accomplishments? We'll get into it. Okay. I'm like, I've got a lot of opinions already. Piggybacking off of his success, Finnish propaganda coined the nickname the White Death. Ah. Which the Give Ru- me that marker, baby. I'm writing it back <laughs> on the dry erase board. <laughs> which the Russians had used to refer to the severe frost in the deep forest. Mm. Mm. I feel like I'd die of frostbite. Done deal. Out. I'm sure many no sniper necessary. <laughs> yeah. Simo was an artist when it came to marksmanship, refusing to follow the fad of telescopic sights, instead sticking with the old trusty iron sights of his rifles, so he would be a smaller target for the enemy, as telescopic sights require a sniper to raise their head a little bit higher to use. Okay. And since they sit on top of the gun, yeah. you have to lift up just a little bit higher in order to see through it. Gotcha. He didn't like that. He wanted no part of that. Take that off. I can get nice. So is the iron the sight that little V yes, on top of a gun? Correct. And yeah. you can, yeah, that's how you look through it. Yep. Yeah. And then usually, yeah, you can like bolt on, or I don't know what the mechanics of it are, but you can bolt on a sight on top of it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I don't know how I know that. So Call of that- Duty. It's a... If you yeah. ever watch me play Call of Duty, it's common. Um, I used to be a Call of Duty girly. Well, the zombies, yes. I liked zombies, but I also I played Call of Duty Black Ops. I got to like level three. I was very proud of myself. And then I got bored and only played zombies. Mm. Back when zombies were good. Mm. Black Ops two. Black Ops. Zombies it was one and so two much fun. Pretty good zombies. Yeah. Emily would get stressed. We made Emily play one video game once, and it was about making pizza. Overcooked. Well. <laughs> Yes, I've played Left 4 Dead. Oh, that's a good one. I played it with my friend, and the only reason I survived is because I just followed her around. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I would always... I, when I played Zombies, we used to play with our roommates a lot, and whenever I played, I would always have to be dying, and someone would have to come save me. <laughs> yeah. But it was so much fun. Correct. I didn't have the reflexes that everyone needed. Like They always had to turn my screen down. The like, sensitivity. The sensitivity yeah. way down, because I just couldn't... I was like, oh my god, I'm spinning in circles! Oh my god. Versus like, I'm like, okay, we're moving really slow. They're all like, and I'm like, I just don't know what I'm doing. Like, what's the task? Kill the zombies. Usually Usually there's multiple tasks. And I'm like, one thing at a time. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to gather something? I'll gather it. But if we're supposed to like go in a direction or kill someone, too much is going on. Yeah. And like, I would be the person who would want to accomplish all tasks, check them all off my task list. So all of the side. That's what I do. Which stuff. Why it takes me forever to finish a game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Either that or then I burn myself out and never make it to the very, very end. Mm. Well, yeah. you finished the Hogwarts game, which our friends said that that, that was did, so much fun. I did not do everything. That game is bloated with so much like side stuff uh, but the side stuff is just you just hustled so, to those forbidden it, curses or whatever correct the, <laughs> the side stuff is just like there was just overwhelming amount of side stuff it's like okay this is madness can you be a bad guy in that game 
You can be a no, Slytherin. not really. You, oh. Well, you can I, be a Slytherin. But a Slytherin. I, I am a Slytherin. Bad guy. Yeah. yeah. But you can run around using Avada Kedavra, and it doesn't really impact anything. That's what I'm going to say. Like, that's all I would do is mm. be Slytherin and Avada Kedavra. Yep. I am a Slytherin. So. Were you a Gryffindor in the game? I was a Gryffindor, but I was also running around using Avada Kedavra. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> yes. If you guys haven't figured it out, by the way, Ken identifies as a Gryffindor. He might be a Raven. Mm-hmm. I am a Slytherin. The tests say I'm a Gryffindor. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Emily is a Hufflepuff. So Sniper Ken over here. Jeez. This is Avada Kedavra. This is eye-opening. It was an effective spell. And you can stack it with the other unforgivable curses. So you can link them all together. That way when you kill Juan, it, it just kills them all. Yeah. Damn! A psychopath made this game! <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Maybe the other unforgivable curses are like the ones where you can... Crucio? Yeah, and there's then the torture. Yeah, and oh, make them do the, whatever they exactly. want. Exactly, Imperio. 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 Yeah. Yes. So I would use Imperio a lot too. It's like, pretty I would, cool. I would yeah, have, so a, I would have like a bunch a, of followers and minions around me. You're fighting a huge troll, right? Mm-hmm. And a whole bunch of spiders are around. Mm-hmm. Imperio the troll killed the spiders for you, and then while he's done doing his dirty business. Crucio Vada Kedavra. Boom. Wow. Why would you Crucio him? Why wouldn't you just Vada Kedavra him? Just use all three? Okay. And, the full and you call me a sick bastard. <laughs> a wolf in sheep's clothing over here. <laughs> Gryffindor Ken. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry about that. Sorry. Back to no our problem. sniper, Simo. No Simo. Additionally, telescopic sights were prone to cloud up in the extreme cold and also reflect sunlight, potentially <laughs> revealing a sniper's positioning. Right, yeah. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of reasons, especially when you're in negative 40 degree weather. Right. Simo was not a fan of these new telescopic sights. No assistance necessary using the old iron sights. Besides dropping the telescopic sight, Simo dealt with the cold conditions of the Winter War by layering up and making sure he packed plenty of snacks, loading his pockets with bread and sugar to help keep his calories and body heat up. Simo was only five foot three, which allowed him to hide rather well in snow pits where he could observe the enemy for extended periods of time being known to prepare his position before daybreak and maintaining it until after sunset. Mm. So he was at it all day. It sounds like. We love a short king. A short king, absolutely. (laughs) Leveraging the environment to his advantage, Simo would pack snow in front of himself to further hide his position. So clever. As well as to provide a padding for his rifle that would also reduce the puff of snow that is stirred up by taking a shot. Wow. wow. He is clever. Right? No so wonder smart. he got so many kills. Like, mm-hmm. huh. So these, wow. everyone else is out there shooting, and then as soon as you hear a shot, you look around and you see a, a cloud of snow. Right. You're like, oh, there he is. Yeah. I can't see him, but I know he's in that general area. Yeah. And this guy was just invisible. Yeah. Oh, my wow. God. Yes. Uh, That's not crazy. only that, too, but he was fully committed, right? He's laying out there all day. Yeah. Oof. Why? Okay, this makes... I'm not sure I like Simo. Why is there so, Why does he want to do this so bad? Is he like... He's just, just doing his patriot? job. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's his job. That's his role. And he's not half-assing it. Like, he's okay. going full hog. Okay. I hear that side. I guess my other side, I'm like, sociopath? <laughs> he's like, can't wait to get another kill. Mm-mm, also, mm-mm. too, he's probably like, I want to live. You know? So he's like, if they can see the cloud. Bitch, I could live mm-hmm. in the tent with the fire, too. Don't, don't doubt me. You got to do your job, though. Ain't nobody needing to know whether I'm doing my job or not, oh my okay? God. <laughs> okay. You, I, I would be camouflaged about not doing my job. 
I'd be sitting there in a bed. I camouflage myself to it. Cheese and rice! <laughs> <laughs> and just in case there is any doubt as to how just fucking metal Simo is. <laughs> While he's laying, how just fucking metal! I like that. <laughs> while he's laying in these snow pits in negative forty degree weather, mm-hmm. he would keep snow in his mouth to prevent his breath from giving away his position. What? Oh my! How did he not die of frostbite? Like, what was he wearing? I'm not Where he sure. He has blood flow. That's like he's not moving. But the dude was just committed to his craft. Which is why I'm skeptical about no him. Else. I am skeptical about him. Just hardcore. Also well hydrated if he's packing his face. No, doesn't eating snow dehydrate you? Oh, because your body is... Isn't that a thing? I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard that. But I'm One moment. Let me uh, really, really quick. I would have just assumed it melted. And you mm-hmm, just like... Right. It's a you form know, of like, water. Yeah. Why does snow not rehydrate contrary to popular belief? Eating snow is not the same as consuming water because snow is a solid that must melt before it becomes a fluid. Cells and organs in the body need water to be in a liquid state, so the body must work to heat and melt the snow once it is eaten. Because the organs must work harder to heat the ice and melt it, you will become further dehydrated rather than hydrated. So yes, it's exactly what you thought because it's working harder Mm. to dehydrate the body. Fun fact, everyone. Now we know. Don't eat snow. Especially if it's yellow. (laughs) (laughs) On March 6th, 1940, Seema was shot in the lower left jaw by an explosive bullet, which were designed to pierce armor with the detonation of a high explosive charge by incendiary material in the tip. I've heard of this. There's also a secondary incendiary charge that will ignite which can continue to burn for up to 15 minutes and is very difficult to extinguish. Wow. These rounds are technically banned by the Hague Convention, but that didn't stop the Russians and Germans from using them against each other in World War II. Originally, the rounds were used to help set firing targets with the help of the second explosion to help pinpoint where you should aim. So instead of just hearing the first noise from where the bullets are coming from, Mm -hmm. you'd actually hear the sound of where they're hitting. So you can have someone target the fire, gotcha. listen for that second sound, and say, okay, that's where I'm supposed to aim. Yeah, that makes sense. Interesting. But it didn't take long for the forces to soon figure out how effective they could be against human targets. And so now I have a quick video I'm going to share with you two. It'll be linked in the description. The whole video is very interesting. I watched the whole thing. I'm going to skip to about nine minutes is the part we're going to focus on. I think I provided enough context where the first nine minutes shouldn't be missing out on too much, but definitely a good watch. Very informative for those who are interested. Wow. That was crazy. Insane, right? What I learned was that if I'm going to get shot by this thing, I'd like it to be like two inches of my body. So maybe like my arm, my wrist, if you're going to shoot my wrist. So like he's dead, right? Oh, you can't just like get shot by that and right and in, in the jaw lower yeah, left like jaw no i believe way. that's insane i actually it's so weird i was just looking at this thing about like different bullets and like like what different bullet wounds look like versus entry versus exit wounds and that like matched right up like mm-hmm. weird yeah so like smaller bullet but like it always the exit wounds always so much bigger hmm. it is a synchronicity yeah so that's yeah scary that's horrific fucking stuff. insane right yeah wild that that stuff exists and is used on humans. I mean, that's yeah, incredibly it's disgusting. Disgusting, yeah. 
After the battle, Simo's body was placed on a pile of dead bodies, and news of his death spread around Finland and the Soviet Union. A week later, on March 13th, peace was declared after the signing of the Moscow Peace Treaty the day before. And also, Simo regained consciousness oh, to find himself fuck. in a pile of corpses. No. He dusted himself off and went on his merry way. When he read his obituary in the newspaper, he wrote into the editor to point out that he was, in fact, very much alive. Okay. How? Wait, wait, wait. How? He got hit in the jaw, like right here. Yep. Four inches, so his exit wound would have been here. It wasn't that big gaping hole. Because they said each of those ballistic blocks were two inches. So two inches is here. Like I said, if I'm going to get hit, I'd rather it be two inches. But even blood loss. I mean, if you're just laying there for... He was in a coma for a week, laying in a pot, yeah. That's wild. So his exit wound, and you know, his jaw and neck don't have a ton of... Very close to an artery, though. Yeah, Very so his, close. That's his insane. Face was rather disfigured. Let me pull up a picture. Wow. Wow. It's honestly better than what I pictured. Oh my god, right? yeah. I'm yeah, like when I first saw the picture, I thought it was going to be a story about someone who had a stroke. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, it does mm-hmm. look, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, so honestly, I, I was picturing, like, it's on it, like, to describe it, I guess, it's kind of like, like a Her- Hercule Perot. Remember when he has, he's lives without his mustache? He was like the... Mm-mm. Did you not see Death on the Nile? I don't remember it. Oh. They flash back to like mm. why he always has a mustache. Oh, yeah. Vaguely. Yeah. yeah, that's not too bad. So what it looks like to me is that, right, he probably got grazed by the bullet, right. lower left jaw, and then exited, and then it exploded. Yeah. And it probably, like, he probably was impacted by that. the... Like shrapnel or whatever, kit, yeah. Right, by the blowback, which knocked him out and... Disfigured him a little bit. Holy smokes. Lucky guy. But, yeah. That is lucky. When the continuation war broke out, which was after... So, Germany decided to invade Russia. Yep. Russia started bombing German locations. In Finland. Right. Including some Finnish cities. Mm -hmm. So, Finland was like, hey, we're going to declare war on you. Hopefully win back some of the territory they lost in the Winter War. Mm -hmm. So, as that was breaking out... Simo wanted to return to the front, but he was excused from service due, the, due to the severity of his facial injuries, which would need to continue to heal. Mm. Like I said, very dedicated. Wants yeah. To, wants to be part of it. Simo lived the rest of his life very modestly, enjoying moose hunting and dog breeding, occasionally having President of Finland, Uro Kekkonen, included in his hunt parties. Mm-hmm. He never boasted of his many wartime merits and rarely spoke of the war and his experiences. Wow. He did see a share of death threats from those who did not approve of his actions during the war, to which he commented, quote, I did what I was told to do as well as I could. There would be no Finland unless everyone else had done the same, end quote. Simo died in 2002 at the age of 96 in a war veterans nursing home. And was buried in his hometown. Wow. Wow. He's not wrong. I mean, he had a job to do, like you said. And mm-hmm. that's, I mean, I guess it's noble if you look at it that way. It's very yeah. noble if you look at it that way. Yeah. I, I have a hard time because I'm the value of human life. You guys well, no, are nothing I, but pawns behind the big people. No, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. But. Wow. Interesting. A great story. I like that. That's crazy. Wild, yeah. So how I found it was 
pretty much the fact that he like woke up and was perfectly yeah perfectly fine yeah i can't wow. imagine like waking up on a pile of dead bodies and being like all right let's get out of here you know? <laughs> like oh my god oh god this guy's sleeping really hard on me <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my gosh I can't imagine being the guy watching the guy come out of the dead bodies like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And Especially also- him, of all people. Right. Right. Known for being this great sniper, mm-hmm. the white death. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so cold. And he continued to live until he was 96. Yeah. That's wild. That's wild. He was a friend of death. Perhaps that's what it was. Mm. He provided deaths. Oh. Maybe he had a little relationship with the Grim Reaper. Interesting. And it's a love story. And I'm waiting for, for the musical. I'm waiting for the musical. <laughs> he loved death, and all he could do was provide it. And death said, I will see you after a long time. Did they meet at dawn in a field? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That's crazy. Really interesting story, Ken. Yeah. yeah. Interesting yeah. topic. Good job. Thank you. Very good. Well, it's the White Death. And I didn't completely lie to you about the White Death. So. No, you did not. No, you did not. Well, we hope you all enjoyed listening. We hope you guys keep tuning in. And remember to be... A little spooky. A little scary. And a little skeptical. Bye. See ya. Peace. everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Our sources are linked in this episode's description. You can find us on Instagram at Spooky Scary Skeptical Podcast. Email us at Spooky Scary Skeptical Podcast at gmail.com. TikTok at Spooky Scary Skeptical Pod. And you can follow us on Patreon at Spooky Scary Skeptical Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a five-star review. It means so much to us. Love a spooky girl, a scary girl, and a skeptical guy.